Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. As May is Mental Health Awareness Month, we're going to be talking about understanding mental health and where you can find support. Many of this month's episodes are in response to questions about mental health from our private Facebook group. You're welcome to join us there. You can just search for Anxiety Slayer inside Facebook. Here's our first question. Is it normal to feel depressed when anxiety kicks in? Sometimes I wonder if I'm bipolar. Some days I have so much energy, and the next day I'm lying on the sofa, unable to do anything, feeling depressed, and that really scares me. First of all, the vulnerability to come forward and ask the question, I'm so very grateful for, for this, so that we can dive into this a little bit deeper because it is something we haven't really talked about, and it's quite prevalent. Yeah, it's a really brave and good question. And I think these are the sorts of conversations we need to be having and the questions we need to be asking and exploring in any month. But especially if we're talking about mental health awareness, this is a very good question to explore. I know that Ayurveda has a lot of information on anxiety and depression. Can you share a little bit about what you've learned in your studies? Yeah, I've learned from studying and also from personal experience, a particular type of low mood that I experienced not so long ago from exhaustion. So I'll talk through them and share a little bit about what helped me and and what I learned. This was really key for me and really helpful. In Ayurveda, which we often share as India's ancient science of life, we talk about different body types, vata, pitta, kapha, vata being the airy and ethereal mind-body type, pitta, the fiery mind-body type, and calf of the more earthy, earth and water body type. So as we've touched on in the past, typical low mood or depression is often associated with a kapha imbalance. Um, typical depressions usually described as when we feel really lethargic, despondent, we lose motivation, we want to sleep more, we struggle to get going in the morning. Those are typical questions you'll get asked if you have low mood by a doctor and, and kapha imbalance being that more grounded earthy type that can feel more stuck, easier for them to feel low and, and loss of hope. That's where a typical explanation would go. But all mind-body types have their own experiences of low mood. And I think it's really helpful to explore those and see if we can find clues of where we fit and what's affecting us and then where we can go for help. And as I think about the mind-body types and have shared many times that I am a pitta mind and body type, when I get low or feel depressed, it's a completely different scenario. I get agitated, impatient. There's more frustration and irritability. I can also be quite impulsive during those times, which if you don't know what's happening, doesn't look like a form of low energy or depression. It looks like I'm being a mad woman or that I, that I really truly need to have some more magnesium in my diet and get over to Lake Michigan and get my feet in the water. Yeah, which we do. <laughs> yeah, which we do, right. 
which is all part of it. But yeah, that's, that's why I really wanted us to, to look at it from the Ayurvedic perspective because of understanding in Ayurveda that we all have different mind-body types and therefore we all have different responses. And of course, the really difficult thing with Pitta when we're experiencing depression or low mood is that we will eventually turn in on ourselves. Yes. We'll become agitated with ourselves, frustrated with ourselves, angry with ourselves, and then we can have an impulsive behavior toward ourselves. We can really turn on ourselves. And that's a very awful place to live in. So good to get to know ourselves more and, and what makes us tick, what makes us feel inspired, what makes us feel overtired and overwhelmed. And then again, we can start looking for where we need support. Mm-hmm. And then of particular interest possibly to many of our listeners, and, and I think in relation to this question, is the Vata type of low mood or depression, or sometimes we feel depressed, we're not actually in a depression. And again, it's important to say that we should seek help from a qualified doctor to, to explore this properly and make sure we're getting the help we need. But with the Vata type, it's usually more related to anxiety. So with Kapha, we've got lethargy, loss of motivation. With Pitta, we can be unsettled, agitated, really frustrated and really turned in on ourselves. And with Vata, there's the connection with anxiety. Also some restlessness with um, Vata, but it manifests differently to Pitta. Pitta's more agitated and riled up. Vata's more unsettled and restless. It's ungrounded. And there'll be worry, disturbed sleep, you know, sometimes full-on insomnia. And this type of low mood or depression is often considered to be a mixed anxious and depressive state that often comes with a lot of rumination, a lot of churning, repeating thoughts and inability to shut the mind off. And this kind of experience can be triggered when we're overtired or pushed beyond our capabilities and limits. So there's two things to mention there. One is that they can mix. So again, look further and look for the help you need for for understanding and support. You could have a mix of a bit of kapha and vata. Um, that's been my experience in lower spells in, in my life. So just learning, learning more about ourselves and where we need help. And I said I'd share a little bit personally. About a year ago now, I had to move home because the home I was living in was being sold. So there was no choice but to move on. And I was already a little bit overtaxed, overwhelmed, overtired, and coming out of a difficult situation that I hadn't yet fully recovered from. And when I moved into the new home I'm speaking from now, I very quickly, within about three weeks of moving in, started to notice an extreme loss of motivation, which really scared me because I'm a very enthusiastic person normally by nature. So I knew something was up and I would feel like I needed to sleep a lot longer. I don't usually need much sleep. I'm I'm good with five and a half, six hours a night. I was needing to sleep a lot more. And I was waking up in the morning and dreading the day ahead. So I knew I was overtaxed, overtired, um, and exhausted. Unfortunately, from what I've learned from Ayurveda, I could see that my nervous system was burnt out. It was, it was too exhausted. And so I was falling through into this lower state, which for me was a really helpful teaching because then I could start looking at, okay, what do I need? I'm here. And I'm burned out. What do I need to start to recover, to recover from the move and what's gone before and to start putting those steps in place? So it's been a very good living teaching for me 
looking at how Ayurveda views these states. And you've navigated through it beautifully. <laughs> you have, watching you care for yourself, watching you do what, what needs to be done, even if that means stepping back or taking a break and doing our work as flexibly as we can so that you can get on the other side of it and, and feel better, which, which you are. I think it's really important when we hear the warning signs to, to take action. Mm. Um, sometimes our body and mind tells us, you know, if you don't stop, you're going to be in a worse situation. And I think education and compassion is real key to healing. And I'm grateful I've had good people around me, understanding people around me. I'm really grateful to Ayurveda that I knew what to eat and what to do to start helping myself recover. But I'm grateful for the, for the experience because it makes these teachings very alive for me. And I really believe in anything we go through, we should share. Mm -hmm. And no stigma. We're all humans. Stuff happens. And we need to know how to reach out for help. And we need to know that we're not alone. Mm. Thank you for sharing. After the break, we'll talk about what helps when you're feeling low. The Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life can be overwhelming, and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and so much more. I remember at the end of my corporate career, I had many days where I was struggling to get out of bed to go to work. I was so out of sorts. I just didn't want to go anymore. And while we often associate burnout with work, that's not the only cause. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Put yourself at the front of the line. If you're not feeling like yourself, and this is all resonating with you a bit too much, please consider seeking out support from a therapist at BetterHelp. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing the stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Anxiety Slayer listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com slash slayer. Before the break, we were talking about your personal experience and how you've been taking care of yourself through what you've learned practicing Ayurveda over the years. What else helps? I think, again, to just come around to this understanding that exhaustion and burnout can lead to feeling low or even feeling depressed. And in this question, the member of our group was expressing that sometimes they have so much energy and the next day they're laying on the sofa unable to do anything and, and how scary that is. And it is very scary when that happens. So to just explore that it takes energy to maintain enthusiasm and it takes energy to maintain our direction in life. And when we get exhausted by anxiety, we're already using so much energy to cope with that, that we can lose the energy that helps us take action to look after ourselves, including self-care, 
and getting help. We just feel exhausted, but really that's where we need to begin, seeking support. We can't always do it on our own when we're really exhausted and run down. It also helps to be mindful of our mental patterns, what we're constantly telling ourselves. And if we notice that our thoughts are increasing more stress in our body. So if you're constantly beating yourself up, berating yourself up, judging yourself, for instance, when we're feeling low or when we're on the couch, this isn't a time to have expectations that all of the should things that we should be doing. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. This is not a time to push yourself. This is also not a time to judge yourself as broken or weak. What this is, is time to develop an understanding uh, that this happens and can happen to everyone at some point or another, and to learn how you can best care for yourself through good rest and nutrition. This might be making time to speak with somebody who understands where you're at and loves you and can listen. This also might mean making some fairly simple and supportive changes for yourself. Yeah, nutrition is so key to supporting our mind as well as our body. But when we feel low or exhausted or we're feeling like we might be under a black cloud, it can be very difficult to summon up the energy to eat well. So I'll share something that I did that helped me. I invested in an instant pot. It's a really practical thing. I prioritized eating really clean and healthy, and I just didn't have the energy after moving to um, think about what to cook and what was good for me. So I bought an instant pot, and I would set up a really healthy meal in there in the morning and eat it for the rest of the day. Sometimes it would go in the fridge, and I'd eat the same thing for two days, some dal and rice, steamed vegetables. I remembered a really healthy dal recipe that I love, and I could get it together in there in five minutes with spices that I knew were good, anti-inflammatory, supporting my nervous system. And I would just set that up and walk away and leave it and be very, very grateful that there was something easy to digest and, and good. So that's just one example of a, of a change to support us not just living on toast or Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do it when we're low, but we need good nutrition more than ever at that time. So that's, that's one example. And I have an example as well when I'm feeling low or when I'm feeling agitated. <laughs> uh, the rest bit is big for me. And I am a regular napper when I can. And even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, so I might not actually go to sleep, but I'll allow myself to rest and breathe deeply. And sometimes I'll listen to relaxing music, or sometimes I'll listen to a guided relaxation, just something to help me chill the hell out for a bit. And then know that I have that to look forward to. I need to get this project done, but when this, when this piece is done, I can allow myself for a bit of rest before I get back up again. And as silly as that might sound, it actually works for me. Yeah, I think it's essential, um, particularly when we're suffering with pitta or vata imbalance, because pitta will tell us we should be doing things and we're being inefficient. And vata will struggle to rest because they're so unsettled and, and they'll worry. They'll worry about what's wrong with me and what's going to happen to me. And they've got all this 
ruminating thoughts crashing in. So in both of those scenarios, guided relaxations are really helpful because it harnesses the mind and leads through a relaxing experience that stops the ruminating and stops the shooting all over yourself. And um, it's just a good, gentle practice and give yourself permission for the next 10 or 20 minutes, whatever length you choose. I give myself permission to relax. Everything else can wait for these few minutes. And if we can do that once or twice a day, it makes an incredible difference. And if you're looking for guided relaxations, we have several available at our Patreon. So if you visit patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer, we invite you to become a patron and also to download. I don't even know how many are in there, but I think all of them, everything we've ever recorded, they're, they're available. Yeah, they're, they're all there. All our, all our meditations are there and uh, much of our music too. Lots of different types of meditations as well, some for sadness and low energy, um, some for breathing, some escapes. Uh, I like our Oasis collection. Mm-hmm. You can just go off on a journey and just check out for a while, but in a healthy way, healthier than scrolling. Right. Well, you'll feel better afterwards. So true. And then, of course, the other piece that you can do to support yourself is to get support if you need it. When you feel drained and low, you deserve to look into that, especially if it's not shifting for you. Find someone to talk with who's qualified to support you, whether that be better help online therapy or an anxiety support coach. You deserve the help. And it is available for you. I think it's really important to consider asking for help. Sometimes when we're that low and that tired, it can feel like we're trying to scrabble out of a hole and the sides are coming in on us. We just haven't got the energy to get out. And it's really good to engage with somebody else's energy, particularly somebody that understands and has some insights into what we're going through. It's really good to be able to talk to somebody that can listen um, and offer unconditional support. And sometimes we can't get that from friends and family because we feel embarrassed or they're going through their own stuff or we start to share and then somebody else shares back, oh yeah, I feel like that too. But we really need to say and get it out fully how we're feeling. And that's when we need professional help. And we just need that space to unburden our mind with somebody that's confidential and understands and can help us put some steps in place. And it's important to find the right person for you. If you speak to somebody and you're not sure, speak to somebody else. Don't write off the help. Get somebody that's right for you that you can really speak to and feel when you come away that you have some hope and you've got some steps to take. And know that this feeling can improve and you can restore your energy and you can get help with overcoming anxiety and low moods. And if you're ready to talk with someone to figure out what's causing the stress and low energy in your life, BetterHelp Online Therapy can help. And Anxiety Slayer listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com slash slayer. <laughs>